Jeff, let's say somebody wanted to get uh, early episodes of the show. Is that possible? It is so possible. If people wanted to get bonus episodes of the show, is that possible? We got those too. If people wanted to get like extra stuff like video hangouts with us and other fans of the show, is that possible? Dude, I'm telling you, all of that and more is possible. All they got to do is support the show. How do they do that? Go to patreon.com slash we have concerns. Find out all the information you need and help us continue to make this show. Hair of of a dog? <laughs> of a dog? Yeah. Temple of the it's, dog? It's temp okay. <laughs> this is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Canada. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. When I was a kid. Uh oh, here we go. Uh hunker down, everybody. Five five B's for a quarter, we used to say. No, when I was a kid, I th- I wonder if it was just an eighties and nineties Stargate Saturday morning cartoon sort of situation. Mm-hmm. But I had a real fascination with Egypt being full of mystery. Oh, Egypt is definitely full of mystery. Uh, what well, with the mummies sh- and the and the tombs and the sarcophagi. There are curses. Brendan Fraser's there. Oh. Uh, we don't know much about their mythology, but we're willing to fill in the blanks rather than do any research. And it's it's great for a kid because their language was literally pictures. Yeah, and it's also great for a kid because it's just like reducing a culture of people down to three or four symbols that we can understand done and, and then done. and then push on to those people when we meet them later in life yeah uh but no i is that a fair thing to say that there was like a pop culture sort of sure like ooh, there's a curse or there's a magic or there's a we found yeah. it we found a hidden tomb yeah i mean i think i feel like you know the indiana joneses were more christianity but it all it, it was there in the Middle East, and it was felt, you know. Yeah. Well, Indiana Jones also went to South America to really, uh, to really appropriate a lot of that too. That's true. Indiana Jones is an equal opportunity appropriator mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mess with mm-hmm. her. But uh, there was sort of a Scooby Doo meets the Mummy. Yeah, uh, I, that's that's what I would say. <laughs> and number one, I'd like to apologize to anybody to anybody from Egypt for. All that, but <laughs> also would like to but also I fucking love Stargate and I can't help it. <laughs> I also want to apologize to all the great Danes out there that really feel that Scooby Doo is kind of uh, insensitive. Let's just put it that way. Sure, but also like if I was a great Dane, I would feel like that's an impossible bar to reach is the Scooby Doo bar. What like s- speech, speech and solving crimes and yeah. yeah. But I feel like the Scooby Snacks and the and the oblique stoner references. Sure. Maybe a little disrespectful to the Great Danes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's I mean, I would say number one, number one is uh priority is breed specific legislation. Yeah. But I think that feeds into it, you know, and so media representation is important as well. Um <laughs> Egypt, full of mystery. Don't get me started on scrappy. That's what we need. Uh <laughs> don't get anybody started. Egypt. Egypt. So you thought it was full of mystery. I I feel like it, it it was too. I've never been there. Have you ever been there? Never been to Egypt. I've always wanted to visit the Great Pyramids mm-hmm. and see the Sphinx and all that stuff. It feels it feels like something out of a child storybook. It feels like not seeing it in real life m- means that it kind of might not really be there. You know, it just seems right. so outside the realm of human possibility. And I think, you know, there's a there's a whole pedigree of of Egyptology 
which was this early 20th century sort of thing where the wealthy would go and they'd be like, I'm a, I'm a scientist now and I'm researching because it was a cool thing to do. It's like you go there because it is full of wonder and mystery and we're going to dig up all your shit and take it. And like, but, uh, the other thing is the other reason I think we're so fascinated with this is this is one of the few truly ancient cultures Mm -hmm. and one of the few, uh, truly ancient cultures that still has, these really well-preserved artifacts, structures, buildings. Right, because preservation was part of their culture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so we don't see that as much. There are, there are, you can probably count the number of civilizations like that right. that have survived, like, on one hand. Uh, and so it is kind of cool when we learn new things and when we find out new things about them. And we did get a story sent in from a couple people about the Great Pyramid, 4,500 years old, yeah. and we are still finding out new things <gasps> about the Great Pyramid. Did we find a Stargate in it? There is a Stargate in it. We found a Stargate in the Pyramid! And so guess what? Hollywood was right and sensitive. Oh, thank God. <laughs> we really dodged a bullet on that one. Uh, well, the lucky thing about Stargate is it was, well, it's not lucky. It's saying it was aliens is even worse, I think, in a way. Anyway, <laughs> we're moving on. Here's what's up. The Great Pyramid is filled with different chambers. There is a there is a great gallery in there where uh, where there are all these works of art and treasures. Right. There is a bear. There is a burial uh, chamber for the pharaoh. There is a burial chamber for his wives. There is a burial like there's all different things, and they're full of different types of artifacts. Right. Uh, we no longer go digging around in the Great Pyramid. Mm-hmm. Uh, because because we don't want to disturb any of the curses. Because of the curses and the stargates. Mm-hmm. But also because, like, man, <laughs> we used to go in there with literal dynamite. You know? Yeah, oh, yeah. We'd just Fuck go in it. there and be like, I think there's something behind this wall. Okay, we'll find it. Cool, I know how to get back there. <laughs> but ow! Uh, Dr. Stevens, I really... I, I think that you're you're playing with fire here. Literally playing with fire, yes. Well, yes. That is very opposite. That is but astute. Also, also figuratively playing with fire. Oh, do tell. The literal playing with fire. I love wordplay. Dude, tell me more. <laughs> you are undoubtedly the greatest Egyptologist that ever lived. Currently. But maybe you will not live much longer, Dr. Stevens, because you are either going to find A, a curse. Sure. Or B, a stargate. And I don't know if you want to roll those kind of dice, Let sir. me tell you something. If I find a curse, mm-hmm. that all comes with the job. I'm a very brave and tough man who's very wealthy, and I'm using my wealth to show that I'm brave and tough and smart. Ah. Curses are part of that. I hope we don't find a curse. What are the chances of finding a curse? I'm so scared of that. We'll come back to that in a moment. Number two. <laughs> right. I'm going to speak loudly enough for everybody else to hear now, but it, I do want to circle back to the curse. or yeah, no, potentially. I'm also, definitely be also the that. people who are actually from here, I'm terrified of them as well, but never let them know. Right they you. look very different from me, and I don't like that. Literally a circle of them. But number around. two, if I find a Stargate, yes? I will be able to bring it back to a, a large London museum, which is probably just called the Museum of London. <laughs> and uh, then I will be uh, known far and wide as the man who found uh, the 13th Stargate that we <laughs> found. Dr. Stevens, are you willing to take that chance finding the Stargate, but also maybe potentially cursing you and your lineage through all, all time and space. Uh, hi. Uh, I'm, I'm one of the locals that you, that you hired. Oh yeah. Uh, hi. 
And I just We're I, really not we're really not uh I'm sorry. looking for feedback. I, I on know the I'm point. not Dr. supposed Stevens to look you talking. in the eye or talk to you, but exactly. uh, I do want to say more likely than a curse is like this is all just made of really old rock. And right, if you yeah. blow it up, like uh-huh. Oh, here's what it is. I figured out yes. There is a curse. Uh-huh. The curse of the crumbling walls. Oh, no. And if you are to light this dynamite and blow up the wall to the sacred chamber, uh-huh. the dark magic which my ancestors have put there knew it. will cave in all around you. We call it, it, it the curse of physics. <gasps> the curse of physics, <laughs> Dr. Stevens. I'm willing to chance it. I feel like I somehow made him double down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but so no, we do not. We, we uh, the scientific, the quote unquote scientific community was not very uh, sensitive in the beginning, and so we did destroy a lot of things that we could have potentially saved. Uh, so we don't go poking around in the Great Pyramids, but we do still analyze the Great Pyramid. Uh, researchers use a technique that is developed uh, that was developed in high energy particle physics okay mm. so what they so do is the curse of the physics it's the curse of the physics they're using the curse we can find the it. ghost of physics in there oh, i knew it uh they track particles which are called muons and muons are produced when cosmic rays strike atoms in the upper atmosphere and the cool thing about muons is they can go through solid matter okay um so what's just great like, they come down just like spooky ghosts just like spooky ghosts they are what's called the G- uh, the ghost particle of the pharaohs uh, <laughs> by by early 1900s Egyptologists <laughs> slash physicists. Uh, so 10,000 muons rain down on each square meter of Earth's surface every minute. A lot of muons. And we've created muon detectors uh, for particle accelerators, but we've also used them in the past decade to determine the inner structures of things that we cannot go inside. I feel like that bully in sixth grade said he developed a muon detector and it was always going off around me yeah yeah yeah. and it was like it was giving it gives wedgies when it finds a muon (laughs) (laughs) oh no he brought his muon detector uh so in december 2015 uh kunihiro morishima of nagoya university in japan placed a series of detectors inside the queen's chamber uh which is a place that we are allowed to go it is open i thought Um, he maybe like repelled into there and then slowly removed his scarf from from and there was a single shaft of sunlight but just at the right time of day and he he slowly erected his muon Uh detector and all of a sudden he found all the wedgies he could he could muster and then all these all these gears started spinning they're thousands of years old and they're made of wood but they still work yeah 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 all that happened um particles are partially absorbed by stone but not fully so any large holes in the pyramid would result in more muons than than expected hitting the detectors. Mm. So what they were looking for were any bits of open open chambers or open areas of the pyramid that we had not found. Did we find one? Oh, we found one. We found a new chamber after several months. They had an unexpected line. So they uh, they had two other teams of physicists come in, check it out, and what they found was a large unexpected void in the same location above the Great Gallery. Oh, Gallery the North. Grand, sorry, the Grand Gallery. So I have, uh, there's a there's a diagram of the Great Pyramid in the article. We'll link it. I'll show it to you right now, Jeff. But what you basically have is you have the Grand Gallery at the bottom. Then you have the King and Queen's chambers. They're separate chambers. Whoa. 
Hidden chamber. And then a hidden chamber. Okay. So here's the problem. Hidden chamber. Now here's the issue, Jack. That's where all the curses are. Oh, okay. So it is. Then Scoob in there. It is, investigate it, it is an open area. Mm-hmm. And what I love is there are about 10 different versions of this article that I read. Right. Only one of them quotes the team as saying, we don't want to call this a chamber because we don't know that it is one. Except on the diagram, it says hidden chamber right yeah, there. And then everybody, every outlet runs hidden chamber found in the Great Pyramid. Yeah. And keeps saying chamber and does not quote the team as saying, don't fucking call this a chamber. <laughs> so literally the bit that we were doing about like, ooh, secret Egypt treasure yeah. chambers. Literally all of the press is doing that it's right now. still happening here it's in the still 21st happening. century. Because here's what's up. There are a lot of different open areas within the pyramids. And the reason is because of the structure of the pyramids and where the chambers are and the weight of these things, mm-hmm. there are areas of weight and counterweight and open areas that keep the structure of the pyramid safe. Basically what this could be is this could be an open area above the grand gallery simply because they don't want to put too much weight down on the the ceiling of the grand gallery. Otherwise it would be the flat gallery. Otherwise it would be the grand rubble. Yeah. It'd be look at all the marvelous rubble or, and then there would be a a new grand gallery area opening above it. (laughs) It could be. A hidden chamber! Oh, shit, we found a Stargate! We found a Stargate in the hidden chamber. We're going to get that Nobel Prize for Stargate. You think we're going to go to another dimension when we get back? We're going to sell our Cadillac. Uh, So anybody wants to buy the Cadillac, accepting offers is up on CarMax. I have a a question. Yes. Yes, hi. Yes, local. Yeah, I just wanted to know, do you think this is like a... A Richard Dean Anderson Stargate or like a Spader Stargate? Oh, man, that is a great question. We're going to have to go through the Stargate to find out because that's how you do science. Yeah. You test on yourself. That's great. And as, <clears throat> as a representative of the local press, uh, we'd like to say uh, th- that uh, the Stargate is right here. Actually, we've extracted it from the chamber. Oh, shit. And you can just, we want. That looks, that looks like two trash cans. Tied together with duct tape. No, look at all the magical runes around it that are clearly... Oh, shit, didn't see the runes! It's an ancient code. Just, <laughs> just walk right through it, and we're, we're so excited for you to finally discover all the right, secrets right of our ancestors. It's really <laughs> all right, put that in the shipping container, and then ship that right back to the fucking United <laughs> States, where it belongs. And everybody, we can stop re- pretending to be reporters... <laughs> Fuck these guys since fucking 1906. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we we don't know what it is. It could be any number of things. There are. Theory- How do we find out? How do Because they, they, they can't actually dynamite it anymore. They well, can't go in there. They can't. That's the trick is now there would be a, a large process that goes with the Egyptian government and the scientific community that says like, can we go in there? Are we allowed to disturb it? Um, and then. Is it is it worth doing it? And that's the, and that's the other thing is there are there are a couple people who study this that are looking at these results and being like, it may not be worth it for a number of reasons. And one of them may be it could be one of these counterweight chambers. It look or it could be 
an area of collapse. It could be an area of, it, it could be anything. Weren't they saying that they might actually send in tiny robots through the cracks to be able to go in and take a look? Little drone drones. I want that. Then that's something we've done before too, where you send in the little rolly drones. They're the same ones that go into disasters to look for survivors and things like that. Tiny little robotic Indiana Joneses. Yeah, and they all Indiana wear little drones. fedoras. Indiana drones. We're going to send a team of Indiana drones in there. I don't know if we very often show the process of Jeff coming up with a title for an episode <laughs> but that was basically it indiana drones um but yeah so now if we can if we can find a, a crack or a hole or an area room <laughs> this is an extra they found a room in it indiana drones in the we will send of one of these small oh, so good drones in through that opening to kind of like and often and often in these cases now it like like with that lost city that we found in south america it's one of those deals where like it could just be spectral imaging, it could be right. radar, it could be cameras, it could be infrared, but we'll it could be curses. We'll try mummies. to image it before we try to touch it. Yeah. You don't want to touch it. No, because of the curses. Right. You don't want to get any curse on your fingers. Uh, but also because of the, the respect for our culture and the Shut up, Shut local. Shut up, local. We've paid you in whatever it is you're paid in. <laughs> deferred payment. It's just it's we just We gave money. you a deferred payment. It's just money. It's the twenty first century everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> uh, guys, did you have an embarrassing 1980s magical Egypt fetish like I did? <laughs> I love how you did come you, back to that. Did you guys grow up in that sort of in that sort of area? And if you did, did that color your expectations of this story? Are you now imagining tiny robots with tiny robot fedoras going up against tiny mummy ghosts? With tiny whips? Because that's not okay. But is it dope? <laughs> is it? Who are we to say? Is it a show we'd certainly pitch to any networks who are interested? I mean, yes. Would we feel guilty as the millions were ra- were like just coming in like like fucking waves? No, we wouldn't feel guilty, but we would f- be conscious of it. We'd be conscious of it, and it might bother us, but it probably wouldn't because we're terrible. <laughs> what was our question to you again? <laughs> right. What do you think this thing is, and do you think your opinion of that is being colored by pop culture and yeah. fantasy and sci-fi media. And uh, let's be honest, a little bit of cultural insensitivity. <laughs> you can let us know. I that though, so bad. Uh, you can hashtag those, uh, Stargate is real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at A. Carboni. I'm at Jeff Canada. And hey, if you uh, have not checked it out yet, might I recommend checking out our Patreon page? Oh yeah, that's the only way we actually are able to make this show is because of the generous support through Patreon from listeners like you, if you, if the idea of getting a cup of coffee is like trivial to you, why not? Fancy pants. <laughs> yeah. You're the just, sort of person that can just have just coffee. Doesn't think about spending five bucks on a coffee. Why not just give us five bucks once a month? That'd be cool. Like one coffee. One coffee. One of your fancy fucking coffee. Am I making you feel guilty enough yet? I My was, new goal is to guilt people. It's not going to work, but I appreciate you trying. Well, they better because I'm dying. <laughs> That's not, <laughs> that's not true, but we do give you I mean, some extra stuff. You get episodes early, you get bonus audio, you get uh, a monthly hangout with us. You get some secret mail. If you're at the appropriate level, all of these things can be yours and you can help us continue to create this amazing show, which continues the cultural appropriation of the Egyptian people. <laughs> yay. Patreon, pa- yay. It's a mixed bag. <laughs> Patreon.com slash we have concerts. 